Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina. If you follow my ministry, you know I am passionate about reviving and uniting the body of Christ in order to fulfill the Great Commission with extravagant love for one another and for a hurting world. I invite you today to join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and best of all, your testimonies of God's goodness in your lives. Thank you for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so happy to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are having a great day right where you are, and I hope that you're hungry for more of Jesus today. I've got a great show for you. We're going to dive into some teaching, and we're going to explore one of my favorite miracles. This is from the book of Acts. Um, but before we get into that, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Pereira Ministries uh, sponsors and supporters. As always, thank you to Go for Ministries, who is such a blessing to us. They do all of our ministry um, equipment rentals and things like that. And also too, to Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained. They are an amazing group of worldwide prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, revivalists, missionaries all over the world. And of course, thank you to Davis Financial Services. Henry, we are so thankful for all that you do for us. So thank you so much for supporting the movement to love others. And of course, thank you to all of our listeners out there, our Revealing Jesus family. We are thankful for you. I hope and I pray that you are doing well, and I hope that the show has been blessing you. If you have if you haven't had a chance to send me your testimony, please make sure you do that. You can do so in the show notes on cpnshows.com under Revealing Jesus. And uh, of course, make sure to sign up for our ministry mailing list. You'll get all of our episodes, blog posts, exclusive discounts at the Extravagant Love Store on our one collection and of course, uh, we have this great new uh, resource up for you. When you sign up for our ministry mailing list, you're going to be able to download a copy of uh, a great handy PDF uh, file to help you uh, get started um, if you're interested in homeless ministry. That's something that we do at Christina Pereira Ministries. And uh, we'd love to be able to help you with that if you're interested in it. So make sure you sign up for our ministry mailing list and you'll be able to download that. So without further ado, I want to dive right into our teaching today. I've been praying with the Lord just to see what he would have me share with you guys today. And he's been uh, having me in Acts 3 and this incredible miracle that Peter and John take place in. But before I read that to you and start to talk about this, I, I want to remind you, um, for those of you who haven't been listening to the show, maybe this is your first episode, so I'm just going to lay this out and remind you guys of this. So back a couple years ago, um, I was seeking the Lord for what He wanted to do and what He saw coming. 
I was asking him to show me what was coming for that year. And he began to show me a wave of revival that was coming. And I watched as this wave of revival came. And it was all five fingers of God. I watched them all curl into a fist with a thumb covering it. And and many of you know out there know um, that the the thumb represents the apostolic covering it. And I began to see this fist, this wave of God's spirit flooding the streets, hitting the streets. And I began to see mercy, just mercy being given away. And I looked closer and this wave made up of all five fingers and God's fist, it was made up of people. It was made up of every part of the body of Christ. It was made up of the apostles, the prophets, the teachers, the evangelists. It was made of all of them. It was made of the fivefold ministry. And I began to see just mercy flooding the streets. This wave, this revival that's coming is not contained in one specific group, one specific movement, one specific denomination. This is a worldwide effort. And this is an effort that is born out of the heart of God. This is not an effort born out of a human heart. And that's important. And we need to understand that because I feel like sometimes we pray, oh, God, send revival. Oh, God, send revival. Like it's not God's desire. Like it's not his heart, but it is this revival that's coming. And guys, please hear me out. It's good to pray for revival, but we need to look beyond the revival. There are people, they are sons and daughters coming into the family of God. This is the agenda of heaven. This is the sovereign commission. This is the great commission that Jesus left blessing the disciples, blessing the apostles with. Go into all the earth, preach the gospel to every creature, and whoever believes will be saved. This is his last words to the apostles as he is leaving the earth. And this is important, guys very important. This is what we are about. This is the Father's business of reconciling the world back to himself through the Son, Jesus Christ. So this coming revival is a revival focused around the person and the work of Jesus. This is not a revival that's focused on us. This is a revival that comes as a result of exalting the Son of God. There is no move of God apart from the Son of God. I am going to say that again. There's no move of God apart from the Son of God. We lift Jesus up, we get revival. It's that simple. All of heaven is attracted to the preaching and teaching surrounding Jesus. All of heaven is attracted to the finished work being proclaimed. That is when the Holy Spirit was given on the day of Pentecost, when Jesus was exalted. All of heaven 
stands ready and waiting for Jesus to be exalted in the lives of preachers, teachers, believers, and everyone. So that being said, now let's go on to what the Lord has given me to share with you today. So if you want to go back and listen to that word that I gave, I believe it's episode five, where it's mercy for America. This is the coming revival. This is the mercy revival, the gospel revival. And so this is what the Lord has given me to share with you today. And I am going to read out of Acts 3. This is the NIV version. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. And I want to point out right here that every detail in the Bible is significant. The Holy Spirit records every word so that it leads us to find treasures of Jesus in it. So right here, I want to point out that they are going up to pray at the temple at three in the afternoon. The Jewish sacrifices required that sacrifices be given at 9 and 3, 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Jesus actually died at 3 p.m., fulfilling the type and the shadow of the sacrifice that Israel should have recognized. So it's important to note here that they are talking that the Holy Spirit is foreshadowing a miracle that's going to testify of Jesus. So let's go back and read. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Notice the gate beautiful. And we call Jesus the beautiful one. He is the gate that we all enter into the kingdom through. Let's go on. When they saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. But the word here in the Greek is actually alms. And the first definition of Thayer's Greek lexicon is mercy. And it's important to point out that the first definition in Strong's exhaustive concordance is also mercy. So this man, laying at the gate of the beautiful one, asks Peter and John for mercy. Peter looks straight at him, as did John. And it's important to note here that Peter and John are apostles to the Jewish people. The miracle that's getting ready to take place is a sign and a wonder to the Jewish people, but it's also a word for us today. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave him his attention, expecting to get something from him. He was expecting mercy. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I have, I give to you. What did Peter have? Peter had mercy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, 
walk. Taking him by the hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk, and then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. It's important to note here that the only way that we can receive mercy to walk with God is from Jesus Christ. You see, we cannot walk with God based on our own religious law keeping. We can only stand and be made strong with God and worship the Father in spirit and in truth by receiving the mercy, the good we do not deserve, the forgiveness of sin, the healing of our bodies, and the gift of righteousness, the sanctification, and the justification of our souls before God. And I also want to point out that true worship, receiving mercy, leads to true worship, extravagant, exorbitant worship, the kind of worship that our God and King deserves. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. This particular miracle, written right here in the book of Acts, is a sign and a wonder to the Jewish people. Peter goes on, He speaks to the onlookers. Verse 11 says, While the beggar held on to Peter and John, and all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness... We made this man walk. It's important here to note that Peter is giving homage to the true power that made this man walk. And that is the righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. The mercy that comes through Jesus Christ. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate. Though he had decided to let him go, you disowned the holy and righteous one. And you asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus. This man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given complete healing to him, as you can all see. So here Peter is saying, look, it's the name of Jesus. It's the person of Jesus. It's the work of Jesus. It's the author and finisher of life, as you can see, all of Israel. Now, brothers, 
I know that you acted in ignorance, as did your leaders, but this is how God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, saying that his Christ would suffer, repent, and then turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and that times of refreshing may come from the Lord and that he may send the Christ who has been appointed to you, even Jesus. It's important to point out here that the word repent is the word in the Greek metanoia. Change the way you think. Here Peter is saying, do not depend on your own religious law keeping and your own good works to receive that which you so desperately need, healing in your walk with God. Because how can two walk together unless they are agreed? And God wants you righteous. And the only way you can be righteous, O Israel, is by receiving that which you cannot earn from yourself through mercy, through the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Also, the word in the Greek, I looked it up, refreshing, is actually the word for revival. That revival may come from the Lord and that he may send the Christ who has been appointed for you, even Jesus. You see, this is the heart of God. He longs to be with his beloved children more than they even long to be with him. This is the heart of the Lord, that he may come, that revival may come, but Jesus must be preached. Let's keep reading. He must remain in heaven until the time comes for God to restore everything, as he promised long ago through his holy prophets. For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise you up, a prophet like me from among your own people. You must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. Indeed, all the prophets from Samuel on, as many as have spoken, have foretold these days. And beloved, we are still in the acceptable year of the Lord. We are still in the free-flowing favor of our God. The day of judgment has not come yet. Thank God it hasn't, because right now we still have an opportunity to tell people about Jesus. We still have an opportunity to go into the streets and win for him a bride made of every tribe, every tongue, and every language. Our king is worthy of such. Let's keep reading. This is verse 25. And you are heirs of the prophets and of the covenant God made with your fathers. He said to Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on the earth will be blessed. You see, this gospel is not just for Israel. This gospel is for all peoples. Thank you, Jesus. When God raised up his servant, 
He sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your wicked ways. And now, beloved child of God, it's our turn to continue the great commission of turning everyone to the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This is Acts 3 NIV. Beloved, there is something so beautiful coming. Get excited, but you must get a hold of mercy first. Make sure you have enough mercy to give away, because that is what Peter gave. Silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have I give to you. The world doesn't need to hear how they need to perform to get to God. They need to hear how God performed through the one and only begotten Son to get to them. You see, religion makes no room for the Father to come running to us while we are still a long ways off. And beloved, the world is a long ways off. But thank you, God. The Father and the Godhead worked out a plan to come running to us. Repent. Change the way you think. Receive the mercy that you need today. Where do you need mercy? Where do you need to be strengthened in your walk with God so that you may walk with Him and you may approve what is the good and perfect will of our Father in heaven so that you may give it away? Beloved, they need healing, they need mercy. They need compassion, they need forgiveness, they need deliverance. But first, we must give away what we have received. We cannot give what we do not possess. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. If you liked today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. If you want more information on our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. We've got information on there about our events, blog posts, the extravagant love store, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Christina Pereira Ministries. Until then, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless you.